BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Turbocharge your customer experience results with Nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Calm. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hello, the Internet, and welcome to Season 235, Episode 1 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah. It's a production of iHeartRadio. I have a good feeling about Season 235. Oh, yes. I think this is going to be a good one. 234, some are calling it the best, uh, the best yet, but uh, wait till you see what we have in store for you in Season 235. We didn't lose momentum at the end of last week, even though we may have sounded dead in uh, the later trends episodes. We are in the lab and we're back. All right. And you are subtweeting me with that because I was I was definitely listless. <laughs> we, uh, yourself said it. You're like by me. Um, this is the time of the week when I can't bring myself to give a shit about what's trending. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, all the trends are fucking just bummers and Hey, the trends nonsense. is different. This this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's yeah. shared consciousness. Uh, it is Monday, May 2nd, 2022. Woo. Um so happy May to everyone. And oh, it oh, is, of oh. course. We can't we can't we can we can't just gloss over what that day is. I'm May 2nd? not uh huh. Uh oh, it's World Tuna Day. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Shout out to all May my tuna two, fish sandwich lovers. May tuna uh be with you. Oh um, yes. Yeah, thank May you the so much. tuna be with you. I think is where they 
got the idea for this being uh, National Tuna Day, if I have my um, my prequels correct. Uh, <laughs> anyways, my name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Obamasayev <laughs> with Jack O'B. Obamasayev is daily Z. Uh, that was me trying to be Eric Cartman, um, or oh, also okay. just Eric, oh. but also Eric Carmen, the uh, the the singer. I was doing a bit of a mashup there, uh, but that is from Fraggle Rock Stan account uh, at Charmoff NSIV. Sorry, did if they I tell you to sing it like Eric Cartman? No, but the artist is Eric Carmen, right. and I was like, "Let me do Eric Carmen as Eric Cartman." So you know, right, I just took some. I just took I some mean, liberties. That's just, yeah, you're, that's poetic license, is what that Thank is. You. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were informed Eric Carmen is uh, GQP, which I I didn't. I had to figure out what that meant, but I think that just means they're a Republican who has yeah. Q leanings. Um, so good to know that's, that's Eric Carmen. That's the same person who sings, uh, hungry eyes, right? Yeah. That we talked about mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Couple exactly. hits. I've, I might've been a bit dismissive, um, <laughs> all by myself slaps anyways. Yeah. Um, miles, mm-hmm. we are thrilled to be joined by the resident fellow at Atlantic council's digital forensics, uh, forensic research lab, Mm-hmm. Uh, get ready for Holtamania, brother. It's the brilliant <laughs> and talented Jared Hall. Jared! What's up? Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, man. You know? <laughs> good having you back, man. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. He did. Yeah, there Thank was a you pause. Thank you for having me. There was a pause as he ripped his uh, shirt open, uh, yeah. his yellow tank top open. Um, <laughs> Fully ripped. Yeah, What's yeah. new, man? I feel, okay, so I, if people have been listening for a minute, Jared's been on the early episodes, and we talked a lot about his work when he was at Right Wing Watch, uh, yeah, yeah. bringing us the tastiest bits of of nonsense from that side of the spectrum. But uh, now, you know, you, you, you're, you're evolving a bit. You're doing some other things. You're behind the scenes now, doing more research, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing more research now. It's uh, a little bit quieter on the like public-facing front, but right. you know, still trying to you know, push back against this stuff, but you know, right on the lowdown, Less, I guess you're not, you're not going to CPAC as much these days and getting screamed at. Uh, well, not since COVID, uh, cause <laughs> right, I don't want right, to get like right. spittle in my face. <laughs> right, 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 right. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, I will be back there. Um, I kind of can't help myself, but right. go to this stuff. Right. I, I, I have that like sick twisted, what's it called? Mac, machinistic. Is that the word? Uh, uh masochistic. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've got, I've got that part of my brain that I need to punish every once in a while. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, I'm I'm always intrigued by, you know, the people like you or um, like Amanda Moore, who we've had on, like people who are just naturally gravitating towards me. Like, I'm so curious by this, uh, yet you're, it doesn't make you extremely bummed out enough that you'll never do it again. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got the stomach for it and I'm, I'm curious about it because I dislike it so much. Right. Um, you know, as long as I, I can process it, I'd rather do that. So other people don't have to 
bother. You know, I'll give you the Oof. spark notes and just let yeah, me deal exactly. with these weirdos. And do you stay like, do you, are you at a point now where you get them enough that you're like not surprised or cause I'm always amazed. I think I have enough distance that I'm always amazed when like, you know, I, when they start injecting their pee into them or, uh, you know, de- decide that the real cause of COVID is, uh, snake venom in the, in the water supply. Like it does seem like a constantly inventive, uh, font of, uh, insane bullshit. Yeah. I guess I surprised is probably the wrong word. I I'm not like necessarily surprised by it, but I am always just kind of amazed. It's like watching a TV show that's been on for like four seasons too long. And right, right. there's just all these like plot twists that come up and you're like, no fucking way. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you're like, that completely makes the last three seasons moot based off this plot twist. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it's like, you know, you turn into one of the annoying guys that watches the Simpsons and is like, wow, uh, you know, the latest episode didn't line up with season three, episode seven, where Homer actually said, right, you know, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like almost you're watching it devolve. Like it's like Benjamin Button. Like it, the arguments are getting less intelligent. So in that sense, like you sh- we can't be sub- surprised in the direction it's going because like with every step, it's just more like transparently bigoted or whatever. Until the point, like it's at. The, I think the end point will just be screaming, like shouting "fuck you" at the top of your lungs. Yeah, it's, it's going to be electing literal seals into Congress who just get right. there and bark all the time. Yeah. Right, right. Just to Do like, I, yeah, just to yeah. pwn the lips. Like, Dude, yeah, they, they're just going to slap seal. their flippers together and call people pedophiles. <laughs> You're so <Right>. triggered, dude. <laughs> You're so triggered. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You're like, dude, um, what? Do I have to watch Benjamin Button? Because I think that's maybe the second Benjamin Button reference you've made that doesn't really make sense to me. Do I have to watch? No, that I'm just movie? saying that it's just getting younger. Right. Okay. Like old. Like just moving in opposite direction. I, I, I mean that to say. Dumber. Is that yeah, how it yeah, happens? Yeah. And like Brad Pitt gets younger and turns into a baby, and like cognitively He's, he gets like younger and dumber too, or is he like a baby that's like, hello? Could I have well, he my rat? He was a old. Didn't he start off as an old baby? He starts oh, out as an old so, person. That's been the, so long since I. Yeah. And look, then man, he grows I didn't, I didn't mean to evoke Benjamin's good name to fuck up okay. the whole lore of the, the th- thing. I just mean shit's moving in weird. Like old is yeah, m- yeah. young and young is old. Okay. It's the Got opposite it. of the raptors becoming smarter in Jurassic Park. Got it. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to talk about the Toronto raptors, which uh, I have learned not to do because their fans <laughs> are very serious. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. As opposed to the right wing people. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I lo- love the Raptors. Uh, great season to the Raptors. and Great season, uh, huh? Yeah. H- hats um, off to them. Yeah, no, truly. They have some amazing young talent. All right. Uh, well, Jared, we're going to get to know you a little bit and better in a moment. Here. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we are talking about today. Uh, I'm not going to say that we... Uh, you know, shaped the dock around our guest, but there, there are just some things that I'm always like, I wonder what Jared would, would think about this. Um, so for instance, Madison Cawthorn's, uh, career path of late, I'm curious to hear your take on, um, it seems to be the best confirmation we have that, uh, the, 
uh, like eyes wide shut style sex parties that are happening in Congress uh, are are real and uh, and they d- they don't want you to know about them. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, Satan back in a big way. Talk about mm-hmm. things happening uh, in in cycles. Satan so hot. Once again, Satan's getting so hot again. Love shout out to yeah. our dark Lord. You know, you're back, baby. Uh, I want to talk about general, the general state of consequences, uh, for the extreme, right. Um, and well, that, that will of course cause us to, uh, ask the question, what's, what's Roger Stone up to? Um, and he, he's, he's up in Canada. We'll we'll talk about what he's up to. Uh, and then we'll ask the question, do Oscar winners really live longer than, uh, Oscar losers and people who've never, um, you know, been, won the award. Uh, it turns out, yes, and I have some theories as to why. Uh, all of that, hmm. plenty more, but first, Jared, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Uh, yeah, so I had to go through and make sure I didn't find anything too embarrassing. Um, but it's been a while since I've been on TDZ, uh, had some life changes, got engaged, all that stuff. So Congrats, uh, recent search history, what is the difference between chinos and trousers? Oh, uh, no. You know, I'm shopping for stuff to wear uh, to my wedding, to, you know, rehearsal dinner, all that stuff. And I am, for the most part, a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. So, yeah. uh, so that I don't just like vomit all over myself when I walk into the Joseph A. Bank or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to make sure that I know what this is. Turns out the difference is fabric. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh! It was like like khakis, right? Is like what it like a, it could be considered a chino? Yeah, chino is like cotton, and I get trousers are like wool or linen oh, or something. Got like, you, got you. So trousers I, are like suit pants, essentially, right? Just decoupled from the suit. Like yeah, yeah, and fabric. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I do research for a living, so it wasn't just like it didn't stop it. What's the difference between chinos and trousers? That I mean. After a while, I was looking at like thread counts on Italian wool. What does that mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. You got to know, depending on you know, like, what's the weather going to be? Do you need something that you got to consider that you don't want to sweat through? You need something more breathable. If that doesn't matter, then yeah, maybe you want something wool. Mm. Um, I went through this for my own wedding and I sweat a lot. So I picked a linen suit because there you go. I wanted it to be as breezy as possible. And it, and I, you know what? The, the pictures, are, you can barely tell that I was sweating through everything. Yeah, you look great. You look cool and comfortable. Um, what, <laughs> what my are chinos, you, that's my where, secret. Where are you leaning, Jared? What, what are you leaning towards? Trousies, chinos? Uh, you know, I, I think I'm leaning towards uh, trousers. I don't know. Okay. Seems, wow. Seems a little, seems, seems, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. This okay. fucking guy. Well, damn, right. dude. I didn't know it was a crime to look nice damn. at your wedding. Jeez. <laughs> no, dude, just leave a crime. Just leaving just your boys behind, man. The a, real, a real now choice. You're, you're letting them know. You know. Oh, man, dude. I'm going to have to lock my Twitter account after this. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what, um, where are you getting married? Somewhere warm? Uh, get, getting married here in Chicago. Uh, it's going to be outdoor wedding, so it's just pray it doesn't yeah. rain i guess but uh yeah yeah it should be nice man i'm really looking forward to it good yeah cool. weddings are and weddings our, are fun uh when is it because uh, i think our invitations got lost but yeah we want to make sure we're there it, it, they're in the mail they're in the miles, mail. Okay, miles cool. is cool. dude i'm i'm 
I'm there. I mean, yes, I did my own research already <laughs> to find out where it is, and uh, you know, I'll, but I'll be there. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you for help with the vows too. I didn't have enough, you know, yelling and and nicknames in there. I yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we can help. Oh. Say yeah, less. It's, it's helpful to just like add a random German accent uh, and scream like <laughs> yeah. it, just at at random um, at your discretion. Uh, keeps people yeah. on their toes, helps ensure your audience stays uh, reasonably sized. Uh, exactly. Which, yeah. What uh, What's something you think is overrated? Uh, overrated. Uh, people thinking that COVID's over. That shit is still very out there. I got it earlier this month and I'm better now. I was, you know, I'm all vaxxed up and all that stuff. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But it's just wild to me to see like a lot of mainstream media and like the government even kind of mm-hmm. acting like it's no biggie or like we're getting back to normal and stuff as if people aren't still getting sick from this and like still going to right. the hospital for this. It's certainly not as bad as it was at the onset. Right. But uh yeah overrated i would say just like don't let your guard down on that yet mm. yeah no seriously it really is it's 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 there's a fucked up part is like all the messaging you'd see in like the media would make you think oh we're, is, we're good we're good but i like every like almost every other week i still know people still getting sick and uh it's yeah it's it's tough it's tough it's not to, fun man that was like one of the nastier viruses i can remember getting anytime recent yeah. Yeah. Her majesty got sick with it too. And was, just, was pretty, was not in a good way, uh, but you know, made it on the other side. But it's also like too, to that point when the government's like, yeah, and like we're moving into this like endemic phase. It's like, do you think we forgot you said y'all had no money for pandemic response? <laughs> right. Like yeah, where, yeah. where do I, where is, where do I find the comfort in that while you're saying that? Because two weeks ago, Joe Byron was like, please Congress. It's a couple bucks right. or 33 billion right now for weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, more like it. And that's I, what the fuck I'm talking about. And you know, I, I know a lot of policy agenda gets set on this show, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. Could use another one of those. What was like 1200, $1,400 checks. That could be My pretty God. nice right now. Yeah. Talk about low hanging fruit going into a midterm. Like, holy yeah, shit. No it's kidding, like they're dude. doing everything to piss people off. They're like, abortion? Mm. I don't know. We're not going to really do anything to help y'all with that. Uh, student mm. loans? We'll tease it. And yeah, unemployment stuff. At this point, all the all the talk is like about how like sturdy the economy is again. And you're like, wow. we're, we're I think we're back in 2019 almost. Yeah, man. My bank account's not that much. Like, it's not... <laughs> It's not huge or anything. I hear about this economy stuff and I'm like, oh, well, that's probably really nice for like whoever that benefits. Right. (laughs) You're like, how does one participate in that economy that you're speaking of? May I have some economy, sir? (laughs) Yes. Two economies, please. I hear it's doing great. (laughs) I I would like some of that. Yeah. Uh, One rebound, please, sir. (laughs) Right. Uh, What is something you think is underrated? Uh, So... I think I may have talked about it wait, you know, back in the day on other episodes, but I am a photography junkie. I got into journalism through photography. And uh, one thing I'm always an advocate of is, you know, in this day and age, we're always taking like a gazillion photos because we've got cameras in our pockets and these phone cameras are like pretty damn good these days, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm a huge advocate of like printing some of those pictures out, you know, give them as gifts, yeah. hang them on your wall. 
uh, because photos are the kind of thing that we like appreciate more as time goes on, right? They remind you of fun times you had, people you love, that sort of thing. So print it out, make it physical, make it real. You know, I like I know my iCloud backup or whatever probably has thousands of photos in there. And if there's right. something that's like really special, print it out and and enjoy it that way, and you'll thank yourself later. Just like on a dot matrix printer. What what are we talking here? What are we, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm what I do. Art. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. You know, I someone needs to develop a plugin that turns your pictures into those old uh, like fax machine art you know yeah. where you make <laughs> at signs and dashes and backslashes and yeah you you hold it across the room and you're like oh look it's uh celine dion that's cool <laughs> do, but do you like go to a just like a photo lab like a photo development place where 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 do you get your pictures developed uh there's not a lot of like in-person places um there's some around chicago i'll go get stuff printed there just because i you know hope that those places don't go out of business forever. But uh, even a lot of the online places, I mean, the quality's pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Printing photos isn't like rocket science, right? Mm. So it's. Speak for yourself, man. I fuck it up every time. Mm. Trying to try my best. Just doesn't work out. No, but the, I really agree about the physical picture thing. Cause I think it is something we, we lose because it's so easy to take so many photos now. Like when we were growing up, it's like you had a disposable camera and like those are your frames that you have to play with. And yeah. mm-hmm. once once you had it, it was like, I'm getting this developed immediately because pictures aren't a thing that we can take all the time. And I, I just think of how many pictures like I remember as from my childhood because they were printed out, that they were framed, that they were in the house, that they were at my house, my grandparents' house. And I think of like how I'm you sort of lose that dimension of memory by not printing stuff out as much. Because like almost all of my memories of pictures that I can think of sort of end when I'm 11 years old. Mm. And then everything else, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a memory. That's a memory. That's a memory. But it doesn't feel like the same way where you walk through your house and you're always like, oh, yeah, there's my picture of my grandparents. There's that picture of me and my birthday. There's that picture of my mom when she was younger. Like that's we kind of I don't know how I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but like you got to. You got to make some space in your life for the the kind of sentimental stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh, so it was like and, one of the main products that was advertised on TV for like my childhood was like Kodak film, like capture a moment and, you know, and then with our phones, we just kind of were like, well, that's a thing that we don't have to do anymore. And I think it's been completely uh, undervalued, underrated, if you will. Um, right. I so, will. Well, and yeah. also, we have the ability to be like, I don't like that picture. I'm going to change it. Right. You know, like there's, there's just, there's a, our relationship to photography has just evolved in so many ways, like just even in the last 10 years. But yeah, print them out. Print What's them a picture out. you print remember from your house, Jack? What's a, because pr- I know everybody can recall a picture that was framed that they can just see it in their mind's eye from their childhood being in their house. Well, I'm looking at a picture of our eldest son's first birthday, which is a big deal in Korean culture. Um, I am in a big, uh, like, ceremonial thing. So is my wife. And he is getting a big handful of cake for the first time. Um, and uh, all I can think about, I look like shit. Um, <laughs> I really wish I looked better in this picture. Um, I guess he, be he looks cute or whatever. Up. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just wish I had 
done a better smile. Um, I always think of a picture that my mom took, uh, or my dad, a picture my dad took with MC Hammer. What? That we had on our refrigerator. And I was right. like, you could have you could have gone first, so I would have known not to even bring. No, I'm just saying, like, stuff. I'm just saying these things. I can <laughs> I can think of so many things that were printed out yeah. because they were printed out. It, it, yeah, it yeah, truly totally. is like this difference in our ability to remember things, and I think. That's yeah, a really yeah. good point, Jared. I, you know, look, if you're a printing company, uh, holler at us. Uh, we could have said your name right there, but instead we're going to say go to CVS. Yeah. Also, uh, a nice little photography hack that I just learned. Uh, get your own paparazzo to follow you around. <laughs> Apparently that's something that Kardashians do. Each of them has yeah. their own hired, dedicated paparazzo. Um, so, you know, also a, a fun thing you could do for yourself. I would actually... That's would be a funnest project to follow tail you, Jack, and take pictures <laughs> of you, like, so not trying to be glamorous. It's like, you got your fanny pack on, you're like, just like going to Trader Joe's, mm. but like, those pictures of you coming, emerging from your car with like sunglasses on. You're talking about, about a big day here, Miles, going yeah, to yeah, Trader yeah. Joe's. Come on, man. All yeah, right, it's, like, it's like you squinting into the sun, and then the headline is like, O'Brien furious at latest allegations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. O'Brien leaves Trader Joe's furious when everything but the bagel flavored chips unavailable. <laughs> um, but that's, that's cool. What What about you, Jared? What, what's What's a picture? What's a that... picture you got in your mind's eye? Printed one you can recall. I uh, probably old pictures of my mom. Mm. Uh, I think it's just like wild to me. It's like staring straight into a time machine yeah. <laughs> right right and, and being like damn my mom wasn't always old huh right what about those, that those fuck with you <laughs> right and i was like mom i'm, I'm sorry like, mom, if you're listening to this <laughs> or my mom's like i was your age in this picture i'm like my age you? it's also wild like what a photographer can do like the difference between pictures taken by um a normie like me and then um <laughs> Like the picture that really pops into my mind talking about like from my growing up, the day I was born, my dad was like home with my older sister who was like two at the time, wasn't even two at the time. And she was so pissed and they <laughs> happened to be hanging out with uh, this like, I think you want a Pulitzer, uh, this photographer who was a good friend Holy of my shit. dad's and like they're the best pictures like that have ever like come across our family like they're so and they're like these black and white pictures of my dad trying to cheer my sister up about my impending existence <laughs> <laughs> yeah man shout out shout out the photographers out there yeah, shout out, shout the, out pictures. the photographers the memories I, i'm like i'm actually trying to think of how many like now if i have memories i'm like let me go back in my instagram feed or some shit yeah which is so weird like yeah, that, yeah, that that's lame. To, Print it yeah. out. Put that shit. Make fucking little photo books. Fuck it. That's what I need to be doing. Like with all my just nonsensical volumes of all the photos I've taken. I'm like, I don't know, man. Pull up March 2014. See what's the really fuck's in there. Close to home because I I had the plan that I was gonna do a photo book for each year of my kids and my uh, eldest's sixth birthday is coming up, and I was I have not done it yet so there you uh, go you got time still time because you know yeah. there, there could be good pictures that we don't want to lose lose out on those these last two days so 
Um, no. but <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, yeah, two yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, okay. man, I mean, they can't be there for his birthday. All right. Because right, uh, right. <laughs> it's not my lack of planning. It's see what else. I did as a kid. Give them one coupon for this gift. That's about to arrive in three yeah, months. Yeah, IOU. Yeah, m- yeah, most of my kids' belongings are IOUs. I've just, you know, <laughs> given them. Um, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk Madison Cawthorn. Mm. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX One, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth. Warming the tum-tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. 
During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. And we're back. And was it about a month ago that Madison Cawthorn like uh, mentioned that the thing about how you know you get to you get to DC and all your favorite politicians from growing up like invite you to sex parties where people are doing key bumps and you really have the, yeah. <laughs> the wool pulled out from over your eye like right at the end of March. Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild and like saying confirming what I think a lot of people suspect about the wealthy and the powerful. Um, and then there was a, a photo. Let's just tell this picture, this story in pictures. There's a photo of him like going into a meeting with Republican leadership and emerging like after having done what appears to be some pretty serious crying. Um, and then just a bunch of these photos from his, past of him like you know i don't know like j just homophobic like things that your homophobic bully would use to like taunt you basically right um, he's got his hand on a guy's crotch he's, yeah that's he, the he latest wore, he wore lady clothing on a cruise ship doing some fucking activity it's like what the fuck what? yeah huh but I mean, so this clearly like we can use logic and, you know, what just the way things are moving around this story to uh, all agree that like what he originally said is absolutely true. There are <laughs> the Republican uh, leadership is absolutely having um, wild, coked up, presumably <laughs> gross, uh, coked up sex parties and they don't want people to know to the and, he, and now they're making impact. It's hard to know, right? I mean, like, Jared, I'm going to ask you why you think this is all happening. But he has had so many things happen. Just he he brought a loaded gun on a fucking. He's trying to get on a plane with a loaded gun. Yeah, and that happens. They were like lot. on the, on yeah. the, the other. Yeah, side. not the he, first time. Yeah, insider, insider, possible insider trading where Tom Tillis, a federal Republican, is also like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. Now, now that feels well, like mean, the sort of thing that you just get away with as a Republican unless they they don't want you to. Unless you break the omerta about coke yeah. out orgies. Yeah. <laughs> what, Jared, I mean, wait. I mean, how do you see cuz clearly there's there's a lot of backlash, but what what how do you like what's the motive here, you think? I mean, it strikes me as retaliation. It's either some Republican I don't know, donor, one of the politicians, leadership, activist, something. Uh, someone got very mad at Madison Cawthorn, or it's like the most brilliant, like democratic, uh, operative rat fucking campaign I've seen in a long time. <laughs> um, 
And generally, my takeaway is uh, that Madison Cawthorn is being public, you know, punished for being a himbo Mm -hmm. and for making Republicans sound cooler than they have, like saying (laughs) saying a nicer thing about Republicans than anybody said in decades, right? (laughs) <laughs> Coked up sex parties? That sounds wild, dude. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just it, there's some counter, some interesting reason that they're such hateful, homophobic, racist monsters. And it's that uh, they're truly monsters behind closed doors who yeah, are right. just doing drugs and like hate themselves they're like in the mirror being like you fucking pig uh and then that's that's what fuels fuels all their uh just horrifying policy yeah but i i mean as as much as i've enjoyed as much as anyone right like looking at the photos and you know making jokes or whatever you know mass and cawthorn queer legend yeah uh, mass, mass and cawthorn looking great um it's yeah. it's it, it's also really gross because like that's whoever is retaliating against him, that's the direction it went. Like the insider right. trading thing seems to be like the most serious thing yeah, that right. has has kind of been pushed back against Bringing him. A gun twice on yeah. a fucking plane. <laughs> like like there's some serious stuff, and like I had my mind made up about Madison Ca- Cawthorn uh, as soon as that. I think it was like a Jezebel piece dropped about his trip to the Eagle's Nest, which is like Hitler's hideout right. and being like, damn, this is sick. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. I know who this guy is. Um, yeah. It, but that that's the direction it went where it's like, ah, ha, ha, look at this, this guy, this pretty boy or what? I just, it's so gross. Yeah. Man. It's like, it's, it's right. It's like, who is this meant? Cause I, I, part of me can see that the dynamics of it, that he's, he's in a primary race. And if clearly the Republicans would prefer someone else there, that is like that their line of attack is, do we just appeal to the base's homophobia and pr- like bring all this stuff out to be like, Hey, what do you guys think of this guy? Cause I'm not sure for anyone who's not a Republican, you look at Madison Cawthorn and you're already, your mind has been made up, you know, like it's, you're, you're yeah. like, no, 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 this, this person doesn't need to be in Congress. But all of this added shit, you're like, nah, it's, it, it feels like maneuvering maybe like on the right just to, to because that's their perspective is that like, oh, maybe he's, you know, like we, we can't trust him because he dresses in women's clothes or something, even though that was clearly him on a cruise ship. Like, there's really not much to any of it. And you're, yeah, you, to the, you and if he was dressed like that, attacks. who cares, man? Yeah, who cares? to the homophobic attacks, it's like nothing, but like that seems to be the angle that they, have chosen to to attack from and yeah, probably is the most effective in his home uh state and his home district right yeah and it's um it, it's kind of like this is what like republican smear campaigns used to look like all the time where it's like instead of being like oh this person's corrupt or this person doesn't have good <laughs> credentials they'd be like right. this person's gay and that right. like that was enough to trigger a reaction from the base that was strong enough that they could run with it um and it's like it's it's almost like like obviously that stuff didn't ever like really go away it just sort of like obfuscated itself but to see it back uh so just kind of like raw in its raw form like this it's a little bit like staring into a time machine 
granted mm-hmm. the the time machine doesn't go very far back um but still it's um yeah i don't know i i, I think it can be really tempting to think that like america has moved on past that kind of thing but i think it's like, pretty not. good proof that we're not there yet yeah right. the, yeah the, the the nineties and aughts did a lot for us to be like, no, I think we're, I think we're past that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then no, with the, how, how aggressive all of the homophobia and like racism, transphobia, et cetera, is now you're like, Oh no, man, people are just like, it's just, it's unfashionable to talk about this then. Yeah. And now it feels, it's just the era of uh, just saying, just, Taking the mask fully off now. Yeah, and and this might just be like nasty primary politics in his state. Uh, right. This could be unrelated to his cocaine and sex parties comment. We don't, I guess we don't really know, and mm. or we won't know until we figure out where this is coming or from like, exactly. Yeah, but, lack of fundraising momentum. But I know at least in my mind, you know, I heard his comment of, oh, they're having sex parties and doing key bumps. And I was like, hmm, that sounds kind of true. And then the photo came out and I was like, yeah, that's that's definitely true. That's and, definitely then the, true. Yeah. and then the second photo came out and I was like, they all do it, don't they? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, shit. It's everyone. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, you tell, the, are you telling me these sex parties are bipartisan? <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of... And the strength and like kind of consistency of the attack is the thing that makes me think, well, what, what separates him from every other politician who's pissed people off? And it's that he got specific about the thing we, we all suspected uh, was going on. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's what I, I did want to kind of, he does seem to be one extreme right wing character who is seeing consequences for his actions. And I think, it's because he broke the rule uh, of talking about the sex parties, but I wanted to just sort of take stock and get your thoughts on just the general state of consequences for the extreme, right? Because, you know, on the one hand, uh, we have Trump and Marge green facing serious inquiry into what they did in the lead up to January 6th. Uh, you know, Roger Stone is doing the equivalent of swabbing decks in Alaska or whatever that threat was from <laughs> Top Gun. Uh, Alex Jones is getting sued for everything he owns. Um, and at the same time, it it feels like, and yet, like, does, does any of this really change a- anything? Like, do, you know, with, Trump still is probably going to get elected. Like, uh, if, if he's allowed to have his Twitter back and like Elon Musk, uh, gets to buy Twitter and that would make it very likely that Trump got elected and the, the online extremism is spreading into, uh, in really scary ways. So I'm just like curious, like, is there real consequence? Are we seeing them face real consequences? Yeah. So generally, um, you know, if we're talking like legal consequences or something, that is always a really slow process. Like right. um, Alex Jones, for example, it looks like a lot of these lawsuits against him for defamation uh, from the the parents of Sandy Hook victims and some other folks. Seems like a lot of them are starting to get towards the end. Uh, you know, right. having After some like judgments against him. I, I know, at least in one case, the only question is how much money he owes. Uh, mm-hmm. so it, and those cases took forever. 
the legal yeah. process is slow. He did everything to drag his feet through it. Um, so, uh, I mean, he'll have some financial consequences for it, but it's, I, I think sometimes we can like hyper-focus on the individual a bit too much uh, right. and kind of miss the bigger picture, which is that whether it is Trump, whether it is Marjorie Taylor Greene, Alex Jones, they're all part of this kind of broader social movement of sorts that's happening in the U.S. that is just this like weird, uh, you know, exclusionary, sinister type of thing. But because it does have the di- the like makeup of a social movement, it ends up being kind of fluid. So if Trump is out of the spotlight, someone else rushes into it. If Alex Jones gets kicked off social media, here's ten more mini Alex Joneses to right. you know fill the feeds. Um, and also, I think you know once you like hit a certain point of elite in society, it's like it's almost like laws don't apply yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, and that's. I don't know. It's if anything, like the people facing the harshest consequences are the people that like smash through the doors of the Capitol, just like the average Joes that don't have money to hire big gun lawyers and stuff. Like some right. of those folks are going to jail, and I mean, probably rightfully so. But it's like that these days seems to be the most like evident type of consequence being faced by anybody. It's yeah. like the the rubes that got sucked into this bullshit and acted on it. Like they're the ones who are paying, you know, a more immediate price for this than anybody who filled their brain with that bullshit to begin with. And the laws applying to these wealthy people feels like a, a uh, more and more like a fairy tale that the New York times tells its readers about yeah. like, well, Mueller's going to get Trump or like, you know, now Elon Musk is going to lose too much money on uh, his Tesla stock. And you know, it, well, it's like a Tesla thing. stock is up. It, yeah. Now the Tesla stock's up, but like, it's, it, it feels like we are in denial and because there are there is no functional way to actually rein in this uh world where the hyper rich can get away with just doing immense yeah. amounts of damage to to our society then like the, we have to resort to um wishful thinking well it's a useful charade though too to keep people from then saying cuz if if the news said it started reporting because you know the laws don't apply to rich people, right? right. <laughs> like, oh even though God, that's what they report, <laughs> the next thing is like, okay, so what do we need to do? So do we need to go outside of the legal system to get our justice? You know, like right. that's like the the thinking that you have to do. Like, well, if the justice system doesn't work, then what is going to? And I think by kind of like gesturing to it, being like, well, this is happening and on the horizon, it sort of keeps that anger down for people who are trying to see justice but are constantly looking at a system that doesn't offer it to the people that are actually deserving of it and like to the point about even january 6 like our we because i think we inherently know we can't get the the trumps and the eastmans of the world that it's better to see fucking 20 proud boys locked up Better right, to yeah. see fucking 10 Oath Keepers locked up because that is, I think, where people, even for people who are focused on this, I'm like, where's, where are the consequences? We're even doing this shit too. It's like, well, at least these fucking people who barely had anything to do with it, somebody's going to jail because the real, the real justice is just completely unavailable. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not shedding any tears for any Proud Boys behind bars or anything. That, no, no, no. That's, not that's at a all. fucked up group, right? But, but yeah, well, yeah, I get what you're saying though. It's, uh, 
it's uh well i mean it's the same fucking thing right it's like the people at the top don't have to play by the rules that everybody else you know catching shit for now right yeah um roger stone just, is yeah. uh you know he he is consulting i i think has been hired full-time maybe by a like fringe um party called the ontario party uh which has never won anything uh last the the leader i think just scored 2.4% of the vote in the last election that he did. Sick. Um, so he's basically just like doing, he's like a singer who's doing birthday parties at this point. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll take your money. Sure. Um, but it, it is kind of there. There's something nice about it being up, up in Canada. And I think he was initially like, well, the trucker convoy is a thing. So let me, let me get involved there. But um yeah and i i think with roger stone that's like sometimes i i mean of course there's like ways to get politically active and that's usually what i tell people which is like there's more of us than there are of them and there's no reason these people should like have the influence they do so we just need to like go in and elbow them out and tell them that they they suck or whatever but uh you know for the for the person that's just like kind of watching this play out on the stage i think like the roger stone situation is like a really great outcome, which is just that he's like a laughing stock even more than he was before. And now right. he's, um, yeah, I guess going up to Canada ran out of some shit to do here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but I mean, just, he's <laughs> laughing stocked his way all the way to being like one of the most influential like figures in the last 40 years of politics. Just yeah. by, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, I think he, before though, been repeatedly a laughing stock, but he's, I yeah. guess useful to, it's that he just didn't get, people. he wasn't in the full public consciousness until a couple of years ago. And now when I think when people look at it, it's it, yeah, things are, I guess changing for him. It's the, or getting it's the worse. dance moves, I don't know. Man. It's the dance yeah. moves. Have you ever seen him dance? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm killing yeah, him. Man. Oh. Swagger. I can't I mean it's, Wait, now I mean, now we're talking so before we started recording, I was talking about uh Miles, I can't believe you haven't seen Ben Shapiro try to swim. Uh but now <laughs> I'm discovering that I have Roger Stone try to dance. It sounds like we're both we both need to take this break, this upcoming break, to watch those videos and uh we'll be right back with our You wanna watch him dance to the wild thing by Tone Loke? Yeah, desperately. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth. Warming the tum-tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, You'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. And we're back. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're not going to spend the rest of the show talking about the two videos. We just watched uh, Roger Stone very uh dick forward way of dancing this oh like yeah he is entering the dance floor dick first thrust um, crumping yeah and then ben shapiro it's um you know his the the top part of his body looks like it has seen somebody swim before um right and but that's the thing he's only seen swimming from the surface right yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's only in the bottom the arms half go like is, this the bottom half of his body is just going like full Fred Flintstone. 
yeah. like flapping right. around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fighting the upper half of his body the whole time. Um, anyway, it looks like one of those like broken, like those toys you used to buy that could like you could put in a pool and swims, but like the legs stopped working. Right. <laughs> That's kind of like <laughs> right. how he looks swimming. Anyway. Anyways, let's talk Satan. Anyway, yes, baby, Satan, come home, daddy. Um, yes, I mean, again, an ever-present in American panic culture, so it's really not surprising when, again, uh, my Dark Lord's name is invoked to create a frenzy. Um, but as we look at how the far right, you know, is now just fully embracing, you know, like it's all about evangelical Christian extremism, Satan is now, you know, just an even more potent way to rally people because now you can introduce it not just to get christian people involved but now because republican politics is basically christianity you say this is satan then everyone's like what the fuck we're ready um so first i want to touch on uh majorly tainted green who she kicked off a war with catholics last week because of her comments around their beliefs okay of helping the less fortunate so she, she's on she went on this like fringe catholic uh, like website to do an interview this like taped interview uh which is like so extreme like i think like the archdiocese of like detroit was like please don't use the word catholic to even describe like what you're doing this is like so absurd um but this is a quote that she said when she's talking about what's happening with the catholic church she says what it is is it's satan's controlling the church what they're doing by saying, oh, we have to love these people and take care of these migrants and love another. And we're doing it uh, and we're doing is loving one another. Yes, we're supposed to love one another. But their definition of what love one another means destroying our laws. It means completely perverting what our Constitution says. It means taking unreal advantage of the American taxpayer. Yeah. And it means pushing a globalist policy on the American people. So mm -hmm. that's what she's saying. Um, again, Catholics being controlled by Satan, uh, since they are following the teachings of their savior. Uh, but I think really an attempt to try to completely divorce Christians from any morality that they have in order, as she's even saying to replace Bible with constitution, but have that same level of dedication to it. Because if, because essentially the problem she's framing is, yes, you're good if you're being, you're a good, you're a good Christian by following the lessons of Christ and helping those less fortunate than you until it butts up against what our agenda is as Republicans. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. And that's sort of like what this whole, the whole point of talking like this is to now say that those who are, oh, look at you fucking people really following Jesus's teachings. You better <laughs> knock that shit off because mm -hmm. that means you have empathy and we can't have that shit if we're going to go fucking pedal to the metal into fascism. Right. This, yeah. I, um, I want to hear the version of this argument, but like with corporate welfare, it would never come out of her mouth. Right. But no, it's it's. It's always about, you know, you can't help little people in society, but mm -hmm. we definitely, you know, you need to follow, follow God in the real way and, uh, you know, get some tax cuts or some bullshit. 100%, right. you know, the Christ institution is what we're going to probably call the constitution. Uh, I'm not joking. Who knows? That's like, probably what are we like a couple months away from seeing that buzzword come out? It's yeah, and look, this clever use of Satan is trying to frame of following <laughs> being Christ like is actually more akin to being satanic, um, right? Right, and I think that's a very interesting way that they're trying to like you know, because everything you because people talk, I know people who are Christian who are worth the shit, you know what I mean, yeah. who are who yeah, are actually yeah. empathetic people who 
are in service to their communities like and they would never they're they're not hateful people at all they're religious and they 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 take that shit seriously but i think that's a big problem too when you see especially with like christian catholic right that by her saying this, it showed all of the fractures that are happening. Like, first of all, then you have conservative Catholics who have more of a disposition to acknowledge like the persecution Catholics have faced to be like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, this is like, what are we doing here? We're on the same peep. We're on the same page on most shit. But like, don't start swinging the focus over here because of whatever talking point you're trying to make. Um, and then which led her to basically say, well, I was going to, I was a Catholic, but all the pedophiles mm-hmm. and you know, granted, that is a very real debate uh, and a, an actual an issue that is the Catholic Church is having to ha- have a reckoning with, maybe not to the extent that most people would like it to. But she's able to use these just these real life things very disingenuously to keep stirring the pot. And now, like, it's caused all this infighting. So, well done, Major. Yeah. And then Roger Stone, what was he up to? Oh, so Jared, you got to tell me about that. Have you heard of Elijah Streams, this like streaming channel that Roger Stone went on? Elijah Streams? Yeah, I, so this is, I, I, I caught it on Right Wing Watch, um, but Roger Stone, right? So he's, a, he's, he's back again with some satanic panic shit, but this man goes on some uh, streaming channel called Elijah Streams, uh, and he wanted to talk about his latest discovery uh, in the world of Jesus science, because Roger Stone is a noted theological physicist. Uh, he <laughs> has come with evidence of a literal satanic portal that is opened above the White House, and he has fucking receipts. There you can see it. Uh, it's very, very clear. Uh, it doesn't move day Roger or Stone night. Talking. It's harder to see during the day. But you, you see it. It at doesn't night. move because it's a photo. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm absolutely convinced uh, about the inherent, there it is again, about the inherent evil of what's going on in the White House, what's going on it's in a the lens country. Flare. And I yeah, think it it's imperative uh, that people know about this, that people of good faith, that Christians know about this. And we begin uh, a national, essentially a prayer assault to close the portal. We were born for this moment. Yeah. I have it. Okay, I just want to point out that was very fantastic. That was a very serious conversation between very serious people. And notably, there's one like just like nerd host guy. There's Roger Stone. And then down here, it looks like if Ned Stark was trying to cosplay as Chris Angel Mind Freak, is like the third panelist on this great conversation. (laughs) But I think, like you said, Jack, you're not a photographer. And you said, isn't that a lens? Yeah. I also like this idea that there's a satanic portal above the White House and the person to break that news is Roger Stone. As if like (laughs) nobody bothered to look up and just go, oh shit, what's that? Oh shit. (laughs) You hear that thing? You see that like glowing orb right up there? Yeah, it's just right above the White House, the most visible the most visible building in America. Yeah. Have you noticed it's like, there's the sound of like children screaming coming out of that. Is that, did you guys, did you guys notice that big gigantic fireball that opened up against one of the most protected pieces of airspace on the planet? (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys check that out? It's there day and night. Um, I'm I'm glad we watched Elijah streams and now we know. (laughs) Yeah. Like one thing about Elijah, he streams. (laughs) <laughs> this is, but even for Roger Stone, man, this guy went from, you know, he's got his Nixon back tat and now he's telling people that, you know, 
a picture I took of the White House with like the camera that I cleaned right after eating a personal pan pizza from fucking Pizza Hut with my greasy hands. Uh, that is my evidence of Satan coming. It's this reminds it might, me might be when Roger Stone like briefly went on the QAnon circuit and he would go on QAnon podcasts and all the QAnon people would be like, so uh, Roger Stone, you're uh, you're friends with Trump. Uh, you think Q's real? And he'd just go, well, uh, geez, I sure hope it is. And then they'd be like, fuck yeah, baby. And then just like <laughs> donate a bunch of money to his legal bills. <laughs> right. It's like feels like. So right. Oh, right. That all he is. Yeah. He just has to go somewhere and says he agrees with them, and then the little donation floodgates open. Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Welcome, welcome to Elijah Streams, Roger Stone. Do you think there's a satanic portal above DC? Oh yeah, uh, I actually have a picture of it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, here it is. Here, see, there's that. I agree. I, I I'm facing massive legal bills. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's please. like, it's like, hey, Roger, Roger, can you can you zoom in on that? He's no. No, no. <laughs> no, it's actually impossible. Satan makes it impossible for you to zoom in on that. Satan will uh, break, break this camera, camera right afterward. And, uh, this, is yeah. part of, <laughs> this is part of the Roger Stone agrees with you for $5,000 tour. That and, if you, and if uh, you want to see the portal, you can get uh, your new Patriot phone uh, yeah. with the promo code Roger Stone. Thank you. Don't trust yeah, yeah. the iPhone. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, the religious extremism is one way that I think think we haven't yet seen social media fully go uh, as dark as it will go. Like, I, I think um, we're only starting to see that. We've seen it in other countries where there are like, you know, mass killings be, uh, along religious lines. Um, but, you know, you, you see it in some places and it's like coursing throughout all of this right wing madness but i i do feel like things like this make me realize oh we might have just scratched the surface of how bad this could get um oh unfortunately. well yeah they're and it's they're they're finding a way they said okay what's another group of people who have energy and believe in nonsense that right. we can get really really energized and not to say that if you're religious believe in nonsense but like that these people have they're willing to hear a lot of weird stuff from evangelical preachers, like whether that's, you know, prosperity doctrine or some other nonsense like that. And then meld that with your, everything you're feeling about uh, America becoming more Brown is real, that your rights are actually beginning to dwindle away. And the only way we can do that is us as the good Christians of America, you know, defend this and charging it with all this language of, like uh, constantly framing it as like you versus Satan, even in these terrible versions where it's like the most obvious, it's just, it's clearly bullshit, but they don't care because it allows the conversation to center around what is happening in DC is satanic. What is happening with whatever Joe Biden or someone who's a Democrat wants is satanic. And it's really about reinforcing that association constantly. And on top of that, like Marjorie Taylor green and others doing is, if you are, you believe you're acting in a Christ-like manner, but it's running counter to what the aims of the party is, then it is in fact satanic. Yes. Well, it's it's the same thing. It's why Republicans are calling everybody pedophiles now. It's you. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, it's a old school like fascist propaganda tactic. You make your enemy unhuman, right, demonic, right. the most fucked up thing you can make them, and then 
suddenly a whole lot of things are on the table to defeat them, you know, that might not otherwise be if you acknowledge that they're human beings. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Jared, it's been such a pleasure having you on daily zeitgeist. Once again, uh, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jared L Holt. Uh, check out DFR lab is what it's called. Uh, We've got a, a lot of great work from my colleagues and stuff. Uh, I, I feel like, at least in the U.S., the Russia's invasion of Ukraine has kind of like fallen out of the news cycle. But there's still like all kinds of like misinformation and bullshit. And a lot of my colleagues are are putting out some great stuff. So check out DFR Lab so that you don't accidentally fall for that stuff. Cool. Um, and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, I've been really fascinated by this uh, Ryan Zinke, Zinke tweet. I, I like write and Old Ryan Zinke? Ryan Zinke, former Secretary of the Interior, his bio says. Yeah. This picture he posted, what would, th- would this be? Like earlier this week, uh, where he's, the caption is $140 to fill the truck today in Polson. Vote. And then there's an elephant emoji. So vote Republican. But if you look at the picture, He has filled his truck with almost 31 gallons of the Supreme Plus grade Exxon (laughs) gas, which which is like, uh, and one of my buddies remarked, like, do you drive a gold plated yacht to work? (laughs) Like, like I, you know, wearing, you know, you know, dress clothes and everything. I don't know. I mean, I just... I'm feeling the pain at the pump as much as anybody else. Every time I fill up my gas tank, I just sort of exhale really deeply and have sort of a guttural moan these days. Yeah. But but I'm not really feeling so bad for this guy, I got to say. But it's just, no. there's all kinds of posts like this, like Republicans posing next to the gas pump is like, I don't know what it is about my brain, but I just think it's so funny. I uh, feel like it wasn't. Great. I feel when Zinke was there, wasn't one of his controversies that he was like using a ton of money to design his office? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I feel like that was the class. He's a man who Zinke likes the from finer this, things. Yeah. Where they're like, bro, you spent like $200,000 on a table when you were in office. Like, yeah. Didn't he? You, is, is he the guy that spent like a shit ton of money on a soundproof booth? Yes. For his office? That's yeah. Cool. He did that. <laughs> he, uh, Loved the uh, mattresses from Trump Hotel and the pillows. No, that's Pruitt. That's Thought Pruitt. Oh, really? Yeah, he's back. And Scott Pruitt is back. He's running again, hoping we don't fucking... We forgot the summer of Scott. (laughs) When he's like, I have dry cleaning. Secret Service, put on the fucking sirens. (laughs) Zinke was... Wow, man. I don't don't remember any of these motherfuckers from... um, yeah, the Trump administration. It's it's. I mean, they're all they were all fucking grifting. So it's right. just you know, choose your pick. Was it the guy who loved the fucking like what was it, uh, like the chocolates from some fucking place that he demanded people get, or the guy who wasted money on a desk for his office? Who knows? They're all the same. Um, and birds of a feather. Yeah, this is also a good picture because he's uh, he's rocking the he's he's taking the approach to like being one with people by trading in his chinos and trousers for uh really like um 
like blue jeans with a big belt buckle, but his shirt's still tucked in, like a business a business shirt tucked in. But um, hey, I, I grew up in the South. This is like a this is formal wear. Yeah, where yeah. I'm from. <laughs> but but I I feel like this this is photo. These are his photo op jeans. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Miles, where can people teams. find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Unnecessary travel. That's right. He was taking jets and helicopter rides, and this man. Likes I'm just, to yeah. Okay, spend money, just, moving around. I'm just, I'm tapping into 2018 zeitgeist mode, or I'm like, what were all the outrages of this person? Uh, you can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. You know about 420 Day Fiance, but do you know about Mad Boosties, the basketball pack podcast that Jack and I do. If you don't, come check it out because we're celebrating the NBA. And yes, I hear, I see your tweets. People are like, when are you talking about Giannis? When are you talking about the Mavericks? That's all. We're, we're talking about everything. Okay. Just we only have yeah. one show a week to do it in. But guess what? We're talking about all that. Um, let's see. Some tweets that I like. First one is from Stephanie Cook uh, at Hello Cookie. Tweeted, shout out to the woman last night who asked me what I did. And when I told her I wrote graphic novels for children, looked appalled and asked what kind of market there was for writing erotica for kids. <laughs> mm. uh, then another one uh, at Christris tweeted, my bitterly divorced grandparents who do not speak to each other are now sharing the same nursing home and don't know it yet. It's giving mm. hijinks. It's giving sitcom. It's giving farce. It's giving <laughs> laugh track. Um, and then one last one at Help Me Skeletor tweeted uh, the quote: "Billionaires could end poverty." The response: "My brother in Christ, what do you think causes poverty?" <laughs> there you go. Let's see some tweets I've been enjoying. Um, Adam, serious. Uh, brow tweeting tweeted a guy comes at me with a chainsaw but I hold up a block of ice and rotate it until he's carved a cool sculpture <laughs> dope uh, and another tweet I've been enjoying uh, Zarina Carr tweeted I used to draw the fuck out of that sun in the corner of the paper when I was a kid um, just you have to draw so little of it it's really uh, it's so true just that top corner do a half way. circle yeah yep um you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien you can find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy miles what song do we think people might enjoy this is from an Egyptian or Libyan Egyptian singer uh, named Hamid El Al Shairi, and this track is called Iona, and it's just got, you know, this is like one of those, uh, like Middle Eastern kind of like smooth jazz, but like funky tracks. It's just like I, I love music from like the the seventies and eighties uh, or like eighties, especially from Bring this funky from this track region. Back, you know. Yeah, it's it's got look. It's a perfect way to start your week off. Start off with something you know you might not have otherwise listened to. Uh, but yeah, great track uh, from Hamid Al Shairi. All right, well go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. But we're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye.
you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1 the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching, uh, great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors, Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. It made your tummy feel good. That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you.